This is episode number 42 of the Raising Mums podcast. Nothing starts off Monday morning better than knowing you've got a plan in place. It puts your mind and your heart at ease and it's actually really helpful for the children as well. So grab yourself a coffee and let's talk about homeschool planning. Welcome to Raising Mums, a live weekly broadcast streaming on Facebook and Instagram that inspires mums to live with purpose and intention, to raise their children mindfully, and empowers mothers everywhere to own their lives and thrive doing it. I want to walk you through the process I take to get my homeschool ready for Monday morning. I want to talk to you about exactly what I do every Sunday to get everything set up and ready for the coming homeschool week. Assalamu alaikum. Welcome, everybody. This is the Raising Mums podcast, and my name is Dr. Gemma Elizabeth, and I am your host. Um, I am the founder of Our Muslim Homeschool and uh, the host of the Raising Mums podcast, the creator of Launch Your Homeschool, uh, the online homeschooling course for those of you who want to start homeschooling your children. So if you missed that intro, we're going to be talking today about how I get my homeschool set up and ready for Monday morning, the things that I do on a Sunday to get ready. This is going to be really helpful for those of you who are already homeschooling and maybe you need a little bit of inspiration and motivation. Um, And I hope it's going to help those of you who are considering homeschooling as well, what to expect in the future, what it's going to look like for you down the road if you decide to homeschool. Um, So before we kick off, uh, I want to make a few announcements. Oh, so nice to see so many of you here on Instagram. Um, so quickly, a few announcements. These podcast episodes are going to be twice a week now. Um, they're going to be on a Sunday, inshallah, at four o'clock in the afternoon, British time. And they're also going to be on Wednesdays at three o'clock. So that's Sunday, four o'clock, Wednesday at three o'clock. Now, the difference is going to be Sunday. It's going to be a bit more long, about 20 to 30 minutes. I'm going to take time to answer your questions, inshallah. Um, And we're going to go a little bit deeper into some of these topics. Wednesday is going to be much shorter. We're talking less than 10 minutes, something to motivate you and pick you up midweek, some bite-sized information, something that you can, can manage on Wednesday. Now, those Wednesday sessions are only going to be on Facebook. Uh, I apologize, Instagram. It's just because I have limitations midweek with my equipment and things like that. So if you would like to catch those episodes of the podcast, make sure you head over to Facebook um, and follow me there, Our Muslim Homeschool. If you're not on Facebook, everything will be uploaded, inshallah, onto YouTube and onto the podcast, Raising Mums. So you can catch up there, inshallah. So we're going to talk about homeschool planning, how to prepare for Monday, This is not going to be how to plan your entire year or how even to plan the term. I have made videos on that and you can check them out on my YouTube channel. Um, If you're on my course, Launch Your Homeschool, you know that there's an entire module dedicated to homeschool planning. Um, There's worksheets, there's all those videos. Um, So all of that information and the system I use to plan the year is there. But what we're talking about today is what I do on a Sunday to prepare for Monday, how we get things set up at home. Assalamu alaikum. There's so many of you here. Aisha, eduflowspace underscore Esra. I don't know your name, sister, but you're always so supportive and I really do appreciate it. Create homeschool. Mashallah. Okay, so let's talk about that. And once I'm done with the planning section of this, 
if you have any questions, anything homeschool related, I would love to help you and, and answer them for you. Please pop them down in the comments, pop them down here um, in that little bubble with the question mark in it, and I'll do what I can to answer your homeschooling questions. Okay, so what do I do on a Sunday to get ready for Monday morning? The re a really valuable piece of advice I have for you is always to make some time to look back at the previous week. I never used to do this. I used to just plow on ahead and get things ready without reflecting on the week we've just had. Um, it's very important because you need to see where you fell short. You know, what, what, what didn't get done? What do you need to catch up on? You know, what, for whatever reason, you didn't manage to finish all those maths pages. You didn't manage to finish that chapter in the book. So you need to make a note of what you didn't get done. But more importantly than that, it's to reflect on why. Why were there failures that week? What went wrong and why? And that can be um, quite introspective, but it's really important to carve out that time if you can. Just five, ten minutes to think about the previous week and what went wrong, because it might be something that you can change, that you can improve upon in yourself to make things better for the coming week. So reflect on what didn't go well and why. And just as importantly, if not more importantly, reflect on what went well. What are you grateful for? Because we know that what we're grateful for, when we are grateful, it increases. So, you know, as mums, as human beings, we're so harsh on ourselves. We're always critical. Um, and when something goes wrong in our homeschool with our children, we are the first people to blame ourselves. And I really want to encourage all of you to, before the week starts, if, you, if you're not doing it already, reflect on what went well and feel grateful for it and thank Allah for it. Just three things, just list them. Um, and inshallah, Allah will increase you in those things. But also it will give you confidence. It will help you and increase you in motivation for the coming week. Um, and it will help you in your planning process to make sure you repeat those, those winners, those things that went well. So that's what I will do on a Sunday first thing is to reflect on the week we've just had um, and see how that's going to impact the coming week. Then I'm going to look back at my plans that I had for the year and for the term and see how the coming week's going to align with that. Uh, what books we're going to be looking at, what curricula, what pages, all of those kinds of things. The big plan, the big picture that I'd set out at the beginning of the year at, and for the beginning of the term, then I just have a look back at that and check it all, it all aligns. The next thing I do, and I don't know how many of you are in that situation, but my kids have a lot of classes outside of the home. Some of them are on Zoom uh, and some of them are in person, madrasa, uh, sports classes, those kinds of things. So I will make a note of them in my calendar or my diary, whatever I'm using at the time. So I'm going to show you something. This is I actually, I actually use this for work, but just for as an example. So let's say you use something like this. Make a note on each day, the classes that you have outside of the home or on Zoom, because these are non-negotiable. You can't, you can't mix up um, those days, those, those activities. They have to, your children have to be there at set times. So I will list them out. My kids have a lot, particularly Monday through to Wednesday. So those get put on the calendar next. Then we use a educational tool called a morning basket. Um, some of you, those of you on my course, those of you who've been following me for a while, you will be familiar with what this concept is. It's essentially 
time in the day when all the children come together, no matter what their age is, and you do group work together, you read from the same books to all the children, no matter what their age. So what I'll do for my morning basket, because we have, our morning basket is um, things that they can all do together. So things like history, geography, literature, those are the kind of topics that children can do in a group. So those you will find in my morning basket. So I will make a note each day of the time we're gonna do our morning basket. Because of our situation with the kids having a lot of online classes and classes outside the home, our morning basket is not always at the same time every day. Sometimes it's very early in the morning, sometimes it is after lunch, it's not really a morning basket anymore. Um, so I will make a note of what time of the day we do that group work, we do our morning basket. Um, and I will also make a note of um, what we're going to put in it, but not everything. So some things will always be consistent. We have du'as that we're memorizing. We have a poem that we are memorizing. And so that's every day. Um, there's a, some literature that we always read, a book of poetry that we always read, but there'll be something else put into that um, that is different each day. And that's what I call our loop system. Um, and again, if you've followed me for any length of time, you will know about that. If you're not sure, um, check out my homeschool planning videos on YouTube. But yes, yeah, so I will make a note in my in my journal, in my planner of what we are using um, in that loop, what loop subject we're doing. Um, and then I will put also on my calendar what time the kids are doing individual work. I don't write down all the individual subjects because every day the kids do the same individual work. So the kids every day will do individually their maths, their reading, uh, their memorization, um, missing something, foreign language. Now foreign language they do with a tutor outside the house, but that they will do every day. So I don't need to write that every single week, you know, save yourself a job. I will just write a time when they will be sitting down to do that work. And again, because the kids do have their own classes online, um, they will do their individual work at different times in the day. But just to make a note of it, and then in the morning, I can say to them, look, you need to sit down at this time and get your work done. I think it really helps them to be able to plan their day. You're not just throwing it at them. Um, they know what's coming, and, and they think that's really important for a lot of children. Um, and something I also want to say is that I do try and leave empty space. I call it white space. And typically for our homeschool, that's on a Friday afternoon, I leave it completely empty. Um, now, that is because life happens when you homeschool. Amazon delivery comes, there's a nappy explosion, something happens which brings everything to a halt. You get an unexpected visitor at the door, whatever it might be. If I didn't have that empty space in my homeschooling routine, then the whole plan would fall apart because I would have nowhere to fit in the subjects that didn't get done. And so I do leave a little bit of space um, on a Friday to try and catch up on anything that didn't get done or we also use that time if the kids are really interested in a topic and they want to do their own investigations and learn more on a specific topic then that can be put there we don't have to just rush on to the next thing um, there is a time for them to explore and dive deep in what they're interested in and again if nothing if, if there's still stuff left over then I make a note of it and then on a Sunday I can see, oh yeah, we didn't get that done and bring it into the coming week. Now my um, big plan pictures, my uh, 
plans for the year and my plans for the term. I actually use an online planner for that. Um, but sort of on a day-to-day -day basis, I will always make a note of things in some kind of planner or calendar um, using paper and pen. So I use a mixture of both online digital products and paper and pen. But really, you can use whatever you want. You can use whatever works for you. If you're in Launch Your Homeschool, my, my homeschooling course, I provide that planning material for you as part of the course. You get all those handouts to plan your homeschooling uh, year and, and months and terms. Um, oh, one more thing. I also will make a note of supplies. So we, we homeschool using the Charlotte Mason method. And if you're familiar with that at all, you'll know that it's quite simple compared to some in terms of, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? But like the thing, hands-on materials. So for me, there's not an awful lot I need to plan. It's just perhaps science, science experiments and anything for nature study. So I will just have a look forward, see what we have planned for that and see if there's anything that I need to set aside um, for later in the week for that. So I'll do that on a Sunday as well. Um, all of that that I've just said, that takes 20 minutes. Because again, we use the, the Charlotte Mason method, there are no workbooks that I need to mark. There's nothing I need to print out because again, with the Charlotte Mason way of educating your children, um, those kind of consumables are really not needed and not necessary. That's something that's seen in the classroom. Um, we read books together or the kids read them individually and then they will write in a notebook if they're old enough to do so. Otherwise, they will just all orally narrate to me what they've learned. And it's really as simple as that. And um, we do have nature journals um, and they have notebooks for science to make notes of their observations. But there's no preparation from me, no nothing to mark in terms of that. Um, and for their maths, they do do that in a consumable book, um, but I mark that on a, on a daily basis because that's the only thing there is to mark. There are no worksheets or anything like that that I need to look through apart from for maths. Um, so I think that is summed up everything that I do on a Sunday um, to, to prepare for the week ahead. If you have any questions, please, please pop them in the comments. I'll do my best to answer what I can. Um, but yeah, it takes 20 minutes. It's not nearly as long as you might expect for an entire you know, week of schooling ahead, alhamdulillah. Right, so I'm just, I can see some questions have come. I'm just gonna have some coffee and then I will I'll have a look, bismillah. Okay, we'll just start with Instagram. Facebook, if you have any questions, please feel free to put them in the comments and I will do what I can to answer them. Okay. Okay, this is a great question from Fatima. So Fatima has asked, um, what sort of activities do you recommend outside of the house? Okay, Fatima, it depends on how old your kids are. Um, if they're little, then, I mean, for us, for my little ones, they just do, they just go to the park. We have play dates, uh, we meet up with friends, and we keep things very simple. Um, just giving them opportunities to meet other children, be exposed to different situations, different experiences for little kids. For older children, I think it's nice to bring in some kind of group learning. Um, that can be, you know, something that homeschooling families really need to intentionally think about is how are my kids going to learn in a group? Because there are a lot of skills involved in that. So if you can find classes for homeschoolers in your area, if not, you can set them up yourself. Um, that is something that I would recommend. Obviously, if you have a madrasa or somewhere that teaches Islamic studies, Arabic um, in a group, in a class, that might be a good, a good way of bringing that into your homeschool. Okay, thank you for asking that. 
Um, okay, so we have a question. Do you start working on your schoolwork just after Fajr? We don't um, because, well, because my boys just go back to sleep, to be honest with you. But I do have a friend who does that. She told me that she, she, ha she homeschools her daughter straight after Fajr. And what that means is that when her younger daughter wakes up, um, it's all right if her younger daughter is a bit disruptive uh, and, and wants to play because they've got all that focus book work done. And so that works really well for them. I also know people who wait until dad comes back from work um, and get more work done when he, he gets back. So homeschooling is great like that in that you have that flexibility. Um, no problem, Fatima. Uh, welcome, Silanteva. Naila, so glad that you're here. Oh, we've got another question here. Okay, this is a great question as well. How long are your homeschool days? At what time do they start and what time do they end? So, um, I mean, it does vary day to day, uh, but typically we will start around nine o'clock and we will be finished by lunch, uh, you know, 12-ish. So three hours of focused sit-down work. Then the kids have the afternoon off. Sometimes that will be filled up with uh, nature study or um, some kind of group activity. But typically they have the afternoon off um, and they'll just read or just play, do whatever they want to do. We keep screens off during the week. There's no screens. Um, and then in the evening they go out, they go to madrasa, they learn Arabic and their various Islamic studies. Um, so yes, three hours of focused sit-down work. But obviously, it's not three hours solid. There's breaks in between. Um, my six-year-old doesn't sit for three three hours. Um, it's uh, three hours for all three kids, if that makes sense. Um, I would say my six-year-old probably does maybe half an hour to an hour every day, if you add up all the little bits that she does. Um, and my 10-year-old son will probably do close to three hours, I would say. Okay. Um, that's amazing. So homemade teacher has said that um, her children are doing the Crest Awards. So that's for children ages five plus. They meet up with other local homeschoolers on a weekly basis and do STEM activities. Well, that sounds really, really good. I might look into that myself, actually. That sounds fantastic. Thank you for sharing that. Okay, one more question here. Um, oh, this bright lighting is very small. Okay, we'll just go with this one. Again, homemade teacher has asked, um, Salam, welcome Salam. Are your kids sitting or planning to sit any formal exams? If so, how do you prepare for them? Okay, so my eldest son is only 10. Um, he'll be 11 soon, but, you know, we're not thinking imminently of any formal exams for him. Um, we will probably... Um, we will probably, for GCSEs, get the help of some tutors, um, as well as, um, you know, just using all the resources that are available online. You know, there's so many revision guides. Um, you can even get homeschool courses, courses for homeschoolers to do GCSEs. Um, but he's only 11 or, or almost 11. So really, we have quite a few years to plan for that. But when I do have more of a plan in place, I will be sure to share that with you, inshallah. Um, my homeschool is saying that she follows the Charlotte Mason philosophy and also finishes early. Okay, so we have a question that's come in on Facebook from Sabrina. Sabrina said her child gets bored quickly. Okay, well, 
when a child gets bored, it's, it's not the fault of the child. Um, usually these things, I mean, there is a level to which you have to uh, train a child to be focused and to stay focused and be, uh, give, them, give it their attention to a subject. But usually we need to look at how we're approaching that lesson and why they're getting bored. Is the material too dry? Doesn't it, it, does it, is it not inspiring? Um, is it too easy for them? Is it too hard for them? And they're actually finding it a challenge. So what I would really encourage you to do, Sabrina, is to, to dig a little bit deeper, ask your child or observe if they're a bit younger, what you think it is, why are they getting bored? Um, and if that's the case, have a little think about how you can change the way you are presenting the material. Um, okay, we'll just take one or two more questions um, and then I will probably call it a day. Okay. Um, okay, so um, we have a question. Do you still teach Arabic language to your kids <clears throat> as a language, I mean? No, I do not anymore. Uh, they have far surpassed my ability and uh, they have a tutor now. Um, they go five days a week to, um, they have group classes. I shouldn't say a tutor. They go to group lessons for their Arabic. Um, so that's five days a week. Um, and I mean, I've seen a real transformation in them in terms of their Arabic abilities. Uh, it's quite it's quite phenomenal, really. And it's a really great way for them also to meet other children, to make friends. A lot of their friends have come from their Arabic classes. Um, and then we invite them home, you know, on the weekends um, to, to play and, and to hang out afterwards. So, um, yes, now the kids have, have classes for their Arabic. <clears throat> it was OK when they were little. I could manage when they were young. Um, but they've reached a point now where they need someone who's more proficient in Arabic. And, you know, the Charlotte Mason way of approaching language is immersion, essentially, is very conversational to have it as a part of their life, you know, continually exposing them to it, um, to have conversations in Arabic, to sing in Arabic, learn poetry in Arabic. All of those things they do in those kinds of classes. And I can't provide them that at home. So that's why, really. Um, and Alhamdulillah, we're very blessed to have that nearby. Uh, my home education officer said to tasks from STEM, do you, do you do anything from there? I'm sorry, I don't, I'm not sure what, what you mean by that. Um, I'm, I don't know what the question means. Sorry, if you want to rephrase it, inshallah, um, I will have a look. Um, do they attend extracurricular activities? If so, how many activities per kid? Um... They go, so as I mentioned, they go every evening uh, to their madrasa for Arabic and for Islamic studies. Um, and they do, what else do they do? They do sports. So, I mean, there's no hard and fast rule for how many activities per kid, you know. Um, you have to look at the child as an individual. Some kids want a lot of sports. Some kids want a lot of social interaction and activity and they need it. And other kids don't. Um, and so I really would encourage you to just look at the child in front of you and think about what, what they need as an individual. That's what you get to do as a homeschooler. You get to really get to know your child and craft their education, including their social education, around what they need and what is good for them. Um, so, yeah, there's no rule about that. Um, 
Okay. Okay, I think I'm gonna I'm gonna end it here because my voice is going. Um, but I really appreciate all of you joining me here today. If you uh, have enjoyed this, make sure you tune in again. So I'll be back Wednesday on Facebook at 3 p.m. Back again on Sunday, inshallah, on Instagram and Facebook at 4 p.m. If you are interested in joining my homeschooling course, Launch Your Homeschool, put your name down on the waiting list and I will send you more information about that. That's launchyourhomeschool.com. Um, and basically what that program is, it's an online course that will hold your hand and walk you through the stages of starting homeschooling. You know, how do you pick the right resources? I will show you, you know, how to craft a curriculum based upon your values as a family. Um, I will teach you how to manage your time well so that you can get things done, so that you can get your homeschooling done and get the house cleaned and do all the other things that you need to do without losing your mind. <laughs> we have a great um, online community where, where parents share ideas and ask questions, which has been very valuable. We're about to launch, I think it's next week, a book club for mums, for homeschooling mums, um, so that we can read homeschooling books together and discuss them and continue our learning. Um, it's a fantastic opportunity um, for, for any of you who want to start homeschooling, but you're feeling very lost and overwhelmed. If that sounds like something you might be interested in, go to launchyourhomeschool.com and pop your name down there. Um, but anyway, thank you so much, everybody, for joining me here today. I hope you have a great Sunday. Take care. Assalamu alaikum.